The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello everybody again and welcome to New York Talk, this is the Rodham United Podcast and we have one of our favourite types of episodes today when we talk to a former Rodham player and a Rodham player who spent a long time with the Millers, uh, we have Neil Richardson joining us today, thank you for joining us Neil. No problem Matt, it's been an absolute pleasure mate. Brilliant, uh, we have Mick today, probably no rants from Mick today hopefully, that'll be good. I doubt it very much mate, I doubt it very much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And Danny is joining as well. Thank you for joining us, Danny. No, no ranting from you, will I? No, not from me. I do have my flag ready, Mick, just in case, though. Uh, it's always <laughs> it's always good to be prepared, mate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, brilliant. Um, what we always like to do with these things, Neil, is basically where where is life, where is football taking you nowadays? What are you, what, are you still involved in football? Yeah, at the moment, I'm, I'm working with Forrest, not Forrest. I'm scouting for them at the moment, so... Um... From last night, it's, uh, I'm in quite a good mood, so I'm, I'm okay at the moment. Um, just a bit, the boys done done really, really well over the two legs. Uh, made it a bit nerve-wracking after, mm. after a very, very good first first uh, performance in the first leg. But I think I think overall, he just about deserved it, and they're going to it's going to take a good side to beat them. I think. I agree. I, I won't mind seeing Forest back at Premier League. To be honest with you, They're a huge club, aren't they? Such a huge club. Well, uh, well the, the, the history is massive. To be fair. Um, and it it, it 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 is it is an important part of a, a club's repertoire, really. To be fair, mm. um, and and it is a long time since this since Forest have been back in the Premier League. So mm. um, everybody, obviously, who, who supports them, wants them to be there. And I, I, I don't think they'd be I don't think they'd be out of out of sorts if they, if they did join in with them. Um, so let's go back to when you first joined the Millers. Um, the information on the problem with playing in the nineties, Neil, is the information on the internet is is useless. It doesn't really <laughs> tell me much information. So for I'll send a, pigeon. Send a pigeon. <laughs> so a lot of, for a lot of fans, it was actually, actually the eighties, wasn't it? It was, it was the eighty nine, wasn't it? Eighty nine when I when I when I first went there. I mean, I I, I was playing at Brandon United, which was which is a team in the northern in the northeast mm. in the north in the northern league. 
Um, and we, we were on a bit of a good cup run. We got to the first round of the cup. Um, so obviously a few of the lads got a little bit of notice and, and um, I was invited down to Rotherham to train, which I, I thought, I, I thought, yeah, I've got to do it if I want to want to get back into it, like type thing, you know what I mean? Mm. So I did it and I, I actually played on a Saturday for Brandon, but I, I was training during the week and what I thought was a very, very good coach in Billy McEwen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Billy, Billy was Billy was fantastic. He he was so organised, and everything about him was was so good. And he, he had he had good players, but he made good players better. Um, that's the that's the key thing for a manager, though, into uh, to make the players you've got better, or to make them as a unit better. And that those those are the people that win leagues, win cups, and things like that. Absolutely, absolutely. He, he, he didn't have any. He didn't really have any superstars as such. Although Sean Goodwin was was coming through type thing, and Sean Sean was was always going to be a really really good player, and probably someone who should have gone higher. Um, Clive Clive did. To be fair to Clive, Clive Clive did go higher and, and proved how good Clive was. But the the, the the actual pros that were there were fantastic, like Tony Grealish, Billy Russell, John Buckley, Des Hazel, Bobby Williamson. You mm. know, what I mean, Kellen O'Hanlon, mm. fantastic pros. Fantastic pros, and it was it was really really good for me to learn from them. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, people like Nigel Johnson as well. You know what I mean? Really really good to learn from. Mm. Mick, for all the fans that don't know, tell people how good these players are. Neil's really enough. I, I mean, they're, they're, they're these... last team to win the league, win the league for others. Well, exactly. You you reel all these names off, and and I mean, people listen to this podcast. I'll be familiar with the ability, my ability to remember anything. That's why I have my name written on the screen because I struggle to remember it at times. But then you start talking about these players, and 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 it starts to bring back memories of just yeah, it, it was it was a great time, and it, it it sort of we'd gone through that cycle of the eighty eighty one theme, and then it, it kind of dropped off a little bit, and then it came back again at the back end of the eighties, early nineties, and it was. In, in my memory, what I try to do, what what, what seems to happen, I don't try and do it. Just, you know, you compare. I compare that eighty eighty one side and and the the individual players within it to the players within within that, that you played with and you you yourself. So you kind of in my head, and I know this is not true. You kind of followed on from the Paul Stancliffs in in your position. You know what I mean? Um, to, be, to, be fair, to, be, to be fair, to be mentioned within the same breath as someone like Stan is. It's, it's quite humbling to be fair because Stan was Stan was a good player. Um, yeah, absolutely. We, we we I mean Breck used to always remind us about the likes of Tiger and and Rodney Fur yeah. and all that. And you can from the eighty one side, and you only see little bits of footage of them. But that, mm. they they were a great side as well. But obviously before my time. But it's the the, the, the lads from eighty eight eighty nine were for me were fantastic. Were really really good. But they were a close knit group. Um, the manager had done that. To be fair, to the manager, he he got them that close. But he also coached them. I mean, the co the coaching was so in it was intense, but it was it was actually spot on to what was required. Yeah, the organization yeah. the organization was unbelievable. And and we and I mean, talking about going circle full circles, we've gone that we've gone exactly down that, yeah, that, that exact same roof again now, haven't we? You know yes, what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, the, 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 the current group have done absolutely fantastic. Um, mm. and it, it, it obviously starts at the top, so Warney's got to take a hell of a lot of credit of that. What, yeah, what Warney's done, I mean, and also, also the, the chairman's got to take a lot of credit because they've, they've, they've gone up and down, up and down, and, and Warn, Warney stayed, Warney stayed no matter what. Mm. And the chairman stuck with him, and, and fair play to him. 
I think this year they seem to have a different side where you look at it this year and you think, you know what, they could do okay in the championship. It, well, yeah. the thing is, Neil, as well, and, and it's like, as I've just said there, what you tend to do when you're, when you're in a successful period, or what I tend to do, I don't know whether other people do, but you, you tend to compare it to the successful periods yeah. previously. So you, you compare, you know, sort of Chio to Tiger or, or whatever, you know yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and, and the, the period that you played in was, was one of those sort of peaks, if you like, that that you know you, that team and and, and certainly yeah. some of the players within it get compared to the successful periods previously. I, and I, think, I, think, I think the big difference Mick, is the is the formations. To be fair, because when I when I first started, mm. you were either four four two or you were three five two. There was mm. no there was nothing else. Yeah. There wasn't a lot else. Mm. Now nowadays, it's 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 you see some teams and you think, what the hell they're playing? What system <laughs> are they playing? You know what I mean? And to, yeah. to be fair to Warney, it, it, it's it's. His system is quite unusual, but mm. he's got the best in what he's got. He's got the best yeah. out of him. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is, 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 the, is, the, is the shape and the systems of, of, of the two teams, really. And the two I, I think the other thing is, is what you alluded to just a little bit ago, Neil, and that's how close-knit the squad is and how, how they're willing to play for each other. And, you know, it's not just a, a football team. Um, you know, there's all the cliches about being like a family and all sorts of, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. But you know, you get into that environment where you you 100% trust everybody around you, everybody around you, without yeah. exception. It, it can only you, ever lead to success. Yeah, I think if you listen to Warney and you listen to his after match talk, because after every game now the manager's got to speak, which mm. it, it can be quite hard on a manager, especially if 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 they've had a defeat or something like that. And it could be quite hard. But if you speak to Warney, he's, he's very, very articulate and he will always back his players. Mm. He will always, always. back. And, and, and it's a case of, it, it's, I, I found as a player, if, if a manager's prepared, whatever he says in the dressing room stays in there. Mm. And then he can, go, he can go out and tell the press, he can tell them something different because he is, he is protecting his players. Yeah. And, and I, I think Warney, Warney does it absolutely fantastic. And you hear a lot of other people talk about how, how well he speaks and what he says. And he's, he's, he's quite well thought of in, in the circles, to be fair. He, he, mm. he does really, really well. And I, yeah, I, yeah. I, really, I really like listening to him, to be fair. I, I, yeah, I do. I, I think he's great to listen to. Mm. I could listen to him all day, mate. Yeah. Just give him the subject and set him off, you know. It, it, yeah, absolutely. Um, because it's, it's, it's considered and... And, and thought through, but also from the heart as well. Whatever he says, yeah. Uh, and I think yeah. I think that that relays back to his players, and and I, I can imagine his coaching being exactly the same. I can imagine his mm. team talks actually in the dressing room being the same. And the, the the players the players are probably looking at him every time he speaks and going, "Do you know what? I want to play for you. Yeah. I, want, I want to run through brick walls for you." And I, and when I, I I mean I've been I've been lucky enough to see three or four games at at, at, uh, at New York this 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 year. And judging by what you see from the from the stands, it looks as if they they are absolutely all together. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Uh, it uh, is that what you what you sort of experienced under Billy McEwen? Yeah, Bill, Billy was fantastic. Billy Billy's, Billy's slightly different. He, he's he's very he's a bit more intense than what Warney was. Mm. Uh, he, he was he's he's, he's, he's like hundred percent organisation. He wanted his he wanted his team shape to be absolutely spot on. Uh, mm. He got the right personnel to do it. Yeah, but he had to get his shape right, spot on, and and to be fair, he he, he was never far away every week. 
Mm. I mean, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't remember offhand, but I, I don't think they lost many games that year, did they? I, that, you, you've got me there, you know, I don't know. I have no idea, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think you talked the I think you're talking signal figures, which, which for a, yeah. I think mm. a four to six game yeah. season is, is yeah, pretty yeah. good going. It's immense, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. That is really crazy stats. Um, and then, so when you when you obviously came on almost trial for for that season, um, nowadays it's easy. If you're going to say, if I'm interested by an X club, I'll just go on YouTube. I'll go on Twitter. I'll, I'll, I'll look it look up. Is that obviously in '89? That wasn't there wasn't as much information available, or was there? But you had to sort of go through certain channels to get it. Could you get that information if you needed it? No, it, it was it was really barren. There was there was absolutely nothing there. There really was. You couldn't. I mean, unless unless if, say for example, if you're doing if you were watching games and you had to watch another team, something like that, you, you had to go physically to watch the team to get to get yeah. to find things out about the team. You know what I mean? You couldn't you couldn't rely on much on the television either. You know what I mean? It, you might you might see the odd goal on television, but the, 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 the that's probably the biggest difference between then and now. The media side of it has changed massively. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no such things as podcasts or anything like that, was there? No, <laughs> no, no. You've you, you done, you done the radio afterwards if if you were if you were nominated. Well, that was about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and then. There was a season on 89-90 where it seemed to had a good season in Division Three, a ninth place finish. Uh, in Division Three, was that, was that your first proper season? Yeah, that, 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 was, that was my first season. To be fair, um, and I, I, I remember we—I I, I mean, there was, there was some, I thought there were some good teams in that league, the likes of Stokes and the Birminghams. And mm. I remember going to Stoke at Christmas, and Stoke were top, and I think we were second at, at the same. And it, I remember—I I didn't actually play the game, but I, I was part of the squad. And mm. I'm, I'm, I'm watching the game. I'm thinking this is a fantastic game for for what was Division Three at the at the time. Like you know mm. what I mean. Two two really good teams having a right go at it, but two two teams playing it right, two teams playing mm. it properly, and at the time mm. we were second. But as you say, we finished ninth. We slid down slightly, but to come up from the division four at the time, that's not a bad achievement. To be fair, no, mm. no, not all, not all. Um, the following season ended in relegation, so that was what what we were on ninety 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 one, uh, and according to my Against soccer base, uh, there was a change in manager. So Billy came in left in '91. Phil Henson came in, ended in relegation. Yeah. Um, how was that season? Like I said, it was only your second full season in professional football, and it's a drop from like you say, you were second at Christmas season before, and then the season following season, you finished twenty third, and it must be such a blow to just drop, I suppose. Yeah, we 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 didn't start. If I remember rightly, we didn't start the season very well, and it's always hard to pick up once you get a bad, a bad mm. start to a season. Um, again, there was some good. I mean, I think I remember rightly Cambridge won it with the likes of Dion Dublin and teams like that. And I, mm, I, I remember Cam- Cambridge came to us last last game of the season. Mm. Um, they, they were already champions, and we we were relegated. And um, and, and I'll never forget it because um, I say I was I was still quite a young pro. And at the old dressing rooms at Millmore used to get the tunnel <laughs> beside the home dressing room, didn't you? And yeah, about yes. five minutes to go before kickoff, all you could hear was people singing. It. I thought, oh, that's a decent crap. Then you hear people banging on the windows of the dress of our dressing room. I'm thinking, what the hell is happening here? And then you, you walk out the tunnel, you walk out the dressing rooms, mm. and you see Dion Dublin doing a, like a war dance with all these players lined up <laughs> in the tunnel. And I'm thinking, what the bloody hell is happening here? Type thing, you know what I mean? And it, it, was, it was it was it was John Beck intimidation style, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. And they, they, yeah. they were a big, they were a big physical side. 
but, but they, they were also a good side as well. You know what I mean? And and mm. I think I think if I remember rightly, they got to a cup court FA Cup quarter final the same year. I think they got to two. I think they got yeah. Two, yeah. They, they they were they were horrible to play against. I'll be honest. They were they weren't great <laughs> to play against, but they were so effective in what they did. They were they were all big physical boys. I mean, there was Dion Dublin. There was the the Phil Pot. They, they, they had some good players who went up to play higher. Mm. But uh, if I remember rightly, they they won the league and they 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 won it. They they were good sides then. To be fair, mm. I imagine Dean and Dublin were uh, a bit of a handful to play against. Oh mate, he he, he was all arms and all legs. He was yeah. bloody horrible. It was like <laughs> you, 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 you go up for a header. And it's one of them. You, you, you go up for a header. You know you're going to be involved in a physical battle. So you you've got you've got to you've got to be physical. Try and be physical yourself. Mm. But you'd always come away thinking, oh, he's, he's got me again. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> He, just, he, just, he, just, he had a little bit of cuteness as well, mate. You know what I mean? Which, which took him the next levels up. Yeah, it's it's, it's all right being physical, but you've got you've got to have a bit of physical uh, physicality plus a bit of cuteness as well. You know what I mean? And he had yeah, it. Yeah. He had it. He was, and, a, he was a very very good player. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And look, looking at him, you see the, the personality of on TV. He doesn't strike you as being that kind of. Personality. I mean, I obviously don't know. We don't. We don't know him personally. Just just from what we see on TV when he's doing stuff like that. Um, well, when he's go, when he's when he's going in someone's house, I can, I can imagine him being very very nice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't yeah. Like that from the picture. Oh mate, he, he, he was a nasty sod. Well, he, he, he wasn't the only one. I mean, we, we played against the likes of Birmingham, the likes of John Gale as well. I mean, I mean, John Gale was a man mountain. He was huge. <laughs> but Birmingham seems to like produce them from nowhere. They had John Gale and they had Kevin Francis, and they, they seem to produce them from everywhere. It's like, what, what, what do you feed them down there, type thing? You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they were always huge. You think you just know what to expect? Yeah, and you've got to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, as I said, I was mentioning it's a relegation season. Um, did that relegation feel like it was coming? You know. Uh, you see some teams, championship teams, like now a season relegated with a whimper. Was that one of those seasons where it just all went wrong and it dropped, or was it a proper battle in that that season? I, I think we had a goal. I think we had a goal, but things things weren't going for us. I mean, uh, Billy left and Phil took over. And to be fair to Phil, one of the first things he said was, "I mean, Phil, I, th- I think Billy left after the Swansea game, didn't he? Did we get? Did, uh, that, I'm sure that was the season we played Swansea in the cup." Um, we we played we played them on we played them on the on the on the New Year's Day. Then we had to go back down again in the cup on 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 the Saturday. Right. I mean, I, I, we we got I think we got digged five nil at Swansea on on the on the New Year's Day, and we had to go back down. So every no one's looking forward to going back down to Swansea, <coughs> no. which wasn't the best place at the time. You know what I mean? We managed to get a draw, and I I played I played in the second game. I played as a sweeper because Phil Phil changed the system. He went he went back to a three five two. And, mm. and he, he said, like when he when he when he got the job, he says, "Look, I want you to play in the middle of the three alongside Big Nice." And along, I think I'm not sure if it was Nicky Law at the time or Andy Barnsley. I can't remember. But for me, I, I just wanted to play simple as that. So I, I'd play anywhere. Yeah. I'd, I'd play anywhere. So it was. But it, it was. I remember going back to Swansea on that on that Saturday, thinking, and Swansea's never sunny. It's it's always the rain. The rain comes in horizontal. <laughs> It's like it was a hard get. You're just getting dig five nil on the, the week, the, less than four or five days before. So, and, and we got a nil nil draw, which we're chuffed about. You know what I mean? It, it, mm, so, yeah. so we got, and we, I think we beat them in the replay for uh, three or four nil. 
didn't we, in the <laughs> third round of the cup? <laughs> so so it, 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 it proved fruitful, to be fair. But, but mm. to be fair to Phil, he took over at quite a hard hard time. But he, he, when he, when he took the job, he always said to me, look, whenever I'm here, you'll always have a place in this club, which mm. for a player is fantastic. Yeah. That's yeah. what you want the manager to hear. That's what you, mm. that's what you want the manager to tell you. Um, and Phil, Phil was Phil was just as good for me as Billy was, to be fair. Mm. Uh, not not as not as technically like in in depth in terms of shape and things like that. He was a little bit freer, but as an for an individual, he, he was great for me. He, he never came across as a as an authoritarian type manager, Phil. I don't know like, whether he could be, but he didn't come across that way. No, I I, I think I think it's. You're either born that way or you're not. Yeah. And Phil, Phil, Phil was not. Phil was never born that way. And I think if, if he if he tried to come across that way after being the way he was as Billy's understudy, it wouldn't have been right. He, yeah. he just he just he just tried to be himself. Yeah. He just tried to be himself. And I mean, we got promoted the following. I'm sure we got promoted again mm. the following year, didn't we? Yeah. So it 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 worked in that yeah. respect. But the, the problem we were having was we were either top of what was like Division Four or or near the bottom of Division 3, and that, that had to change. Yeah. That had to change somewhere. And Rings a bell, that. <laughs> most, most of the time, it's dealt with investment, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, up to a point. I'm yeah, not... I'm it, not a, it is. It, most of the time, it is. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a fan of the, um, the, current, um, the current sort of trend of investment, shall we say, in inverted yeah. commas. Um, Smart investment. I'm reaching for the flag, man. <laughs> to be fair, you've still got to be organised and know what you're doing and get the right players. Because, yeah. as, as you say, you, you're dead right. Because nowadays you can, you can get good players on freeze. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of players available, and if, if if you've got the right recruitment staff and the right people to do it, uh, there's no reason why you can't get people in on freeze. What what wages you pay them on top of that, and and things yeah. like that, and that's, that's different. But yeah, yeah. non-free, yeah, you, you can you can get good players in front. For, for nothing. Mm. Uh, we, we're obviously talking in end of season, end of end of the normal season. So, I mean, what question I want to ask, I'm interested in, is footballers' contracts. How complicated or simple are they? Because things always seem to take so long to get over the line nowadays, and it just I, I, I've, now we obviously were a complete outsiders to this. So, when when you sign a new contract, is it right? Here's X amount per week. Here's your bonus. Yeah. Off you go for three years, or is there so much detail to, when you played anyway? With with well, I'll, I'll tell you a story about Billy McEwen. When when the, the second season when I was when I was a pro, uh, Billy McEwen offered me a new a new deal, which I, obviously I was absolutely chuffed to, chuffed mm. to bits with. But what I tried to do, I, I I was I was just a football. I tried to get more money out of him. <laughs> and I, I'm not I'm not I'm not talking about hundreds. I was asking for an extra fiver. <laughs> That's the difference between them days and nowadays. You know, I was asking for an extra fiver, and and, and it, I can't remember his, his exact words were, but he went, "If you want to play for this football club, you'll just sign the contract." And he put the phone down. Oh, wow! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's basically basic, take it or leave it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to have to take this. I've got no choice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't have an agent because not many people had agents in them days either. Really, to be fair, mm. I didn't have an agent, so I didn't. I, I could. I didn't. I didn't have someone working for me who could like test the water elsewhere. But he, yeah. he said, I've offered you an extra five. Take it or leave it. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> I, think I, went, I, think I went in the morning and signed it. Like you know what I mean? And it, yeah. it, it, 
it was literally as simple as that. There was there was no complications. There was there was no not, nothing to it really. Nothing. He'll have in his ear, won't he? Oh, He's having another fiver. Yeah, it, it, it's every fiver was special, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every fiver in them days was special. But it, absolutely. It's, I, I think I, I might I might be doing some of the players nowadays a little bit of an injustice, but it it was more of a case of do you want to play for this football club? Mm. It's not about how mm. much money you get. It's did you do you want to play for this football club? And I think that's what Billy wanted to get into people, and, that, and that's the type of player he wanted. To be fair, mm. you know what I mean, and it, it was literally only a fiver. And I remember him slamming the phone down and thinking, "What do I do now?" I mean, I have to find somewhere else to go, but I, I took it. Like you know, what I mean, and, and mm. please, I did. To be fair. Yeah, uh, but, but mm. it was in, it was in the days where you could get a bus from Sheffield to Rotherham for five pence. So yeah. five was five was quite a lot, like you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So they, they were the days. It's three quid now. It just shows it. Plus, plus, to be fair to him, I mean, he, he spoke to me a couple of days after because I, I was in digs as well. He says I'm also paying you digs as well. Like something, no, thank God for that. I don't have to pay the, the forty or fifty quid digs that I was getting as well. Like <laughs> the had paid it, so. He, he made he made it feel as if I, I had to be grateful for it, and to be fair, that, that's the way it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, that following season, as I mentioned, it was a promotion winning season, and there's nothing more special. We've just gone through; we go through them every couple of years, obviously, rather than that minute. Um, but how special is it to be part of that team? How close was that? What, what, 91, 92, Am I right? Yeah, it was good because there was a few other new lads come, people like Billy Mercer had come from Liverpool and people like that. And uh, I mean, I, I, I remember I started the season and I got injured against Hereford. I broke a bone in my foot mm-hmm. um, and, and Phil, Phil brought people like Mark Todd in and people like that because I, I was actually playing in midfield at that, at that, at that stage. I, I was the I was the I was the midfield box to box player. <laughs> no, I, I was the midfield holding midfield. Player. Raggy yeah. And I just said to Raggy, "Go on, son. You just go. I'll just sit behind you, type thing." And but, because it would be stupid of me to try and do that. But yeah, he, he brought he brought Toddy in, and Toddy did ever so well. Um, I, I played. I think I played about the first 12, 15 games before I got injured, and I played the last. I must have played the last twelve games or something like that. But it was a few games at the end of the season there, which which were really really big games. I remember playing Blackpool, and, and mm. Blackpool were up there. They were decent. Mansfield were up there. They were decent. Um, Burnley Burnley obviously won it. Burnley mm. were good. Uh, we I mean we played Burnley first game of the season, didn't we? That that year, uh, we were one 0 down at half time, and we, we won the game two one. And we, we seemed to play Burnley loads in the cups and things like that. Yeah. It was quite a bit. Oh, we got Burnley again, have we? You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, they won the league. So, but again, some good sides, some really, really good sides. You know what I mean? Mm. And I, I, I remember some of the games at the end of the season. I remember playing Blackpool and the plate. Millmore was packed. We beat them 2 0. It was a massive game because Blackpool, to be fair to them, they always brought a decent following. Mm-hmm. It was always nice. To it was always good when a, an away following was, was was big. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was nice, like you know what I mean. So I remember playing them and um, we beat them. I remember playing at Mansfield and we got beat one 0 But I thought we played ever so well. We played we played really well. Stanty scored a header. I remember Stanty scored, and 
Stanley was one of them. He's a, he's a great lad. But he used to talk to you all the time through the game. I'm thinking, Stanley, for Christ's sake, shut up. I'm trying to concentrate on the game. You know, he's all the time. He's, and he, you say, Richard, I'm going to score. I'm going to score. I said, Stanley, you're not going to score. Type and sure enough, he scored. <laughs> I tell you what, he didn't have to let us know about it. <laughs> but it, it, he's a great lad, and, and we we both of us in the season with Chesterfield uh, by by drawing with Chesterfield. Mm. Um, Mansfield also got promoted the, the last game of the season as well, um, and we we actually went on holiday with Mansfield. <laughs> <laughs> we all went to the same spot. No, we didn't actually go together, but we all we yeah. actually went to the same spot. Like. We got to know their players, really. and I, I, I got. I was talking to Stanley, and, Stan, and the last game of the season, Blackpool were favourites to go up, but they got beat at Lincoln. They got beat two 0 at Lincoln, mm. so Mansfield went up anyway. And so, so Stanley being Stanley, that he, he loves to take the piss sticks, like type thing. He, he got a postcard and sent it to Blackpool. Wish you were here. <laughs> That's Signed, you know I, mean? I, I think he said there's a one particular player I can't remember who's, but like we were all we were all laughing and joking down the pool together as as two as, as two teams who'd slugged it out in a, in a in a long mm. season got promoted, yeah. and and the but the players were great, some good players again in that side, you know what I mean, coming through great, and again a well organised side, you had to be well organised mm. to get promotion. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It makes you think. Did uh, did we do that in Vegas with Wigan? This year, oh, yeah, they went yeah. to Vegas, didn't they? I tell you what, I wouldn't be surprised if someone got if someone got a, a postcard saying "Wish you were here." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you guys will probably know who, who wrote it better than I will, but you can you can. <laughs> yeah. You know, some some of the MK Dons is picking up could be Pete. Oh, someone someone to Dara. I hope Dara got one. Well, well, <laughs> sometimes things happen in the season which you don't forget, and, and from mm. what I can gather, I think Blackpool give Mansfield a bit of stick during the season. And Stanley yeah. especially. So Stan, Stanley didn't forget it. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he just sent a postcard saying, wish you were here. And he's, he's writing it out alongside the pool in like 30 degree heat. He's writing the postcard out to Blackpool, wish you were here. Like, what's, what's he doing? Brilliant. <laughs> obviously I now, I mean, Rotherham's in the position now where they can watch the playoff final on Saturday knowing mm. they're already up. No, Knowing... They they might want one one team to win, or they might want the other team to win. I don't know, but they know that they're, they're up there now, and mm. they they can just relax. Yeah. You know I mean, they can relax yeah. and watch it, and it's a great it's it's an absolutely fantastic position to be in. Oh, you That's are fantastic. Oh, so I just as soon as the day after we obviously was a couple of days after the Gillingham game, we were obviously crazy celebrating, and then a couple of days after you're just feeling relaxed. And then you know the other way. Wednesday, Sunderland's coming up, and McDonald's against yeah. thing. And you're thinking, I ain't gonna worry about this. I can just watch it. Yeah. Relax. Absolutely. It were amazing. Absolutely. Well, well relaxed and slightly sunburned, Matt. I were quite sunburned from Gillingham. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still on edge now because I'm a Sunderland lad. So yeah. I'm, I'm, go, I'm going Saturday. I'm just getting yeah. tickets. I'm just getting me ticket through today, and I was umming and ahhing whether to go or not because I've been five times to Wembley to watch Sunderland and they've lost every bleeding time. <laughs> So I'm thinking it's got to change at some stage. Well, you won, won last year in, in lockdown, didn't they? There were no, no fans. They won, didn't yeah, there they? Yeah, there were no fans there. I'm like, yeah. I'm like oh, cheers, yeah. I watched it on telly. But I couldn't, no one could go. It's like, it's, it's, yeah, I've been five times and I've lost every time, Matt. And I'm thinking, do I go? Do I stay? Do I watch it on telly? I'm thinking it's got to change some stage. I mean, I, I don't know who... I don't know who you guys think is going to win. You, 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 you might have seen both teams more than I have because obviously I've been out scouting, so I haven't seen Sunderland as much as I wanted to see Sunderland, and I haven't seen Wickham. 
So I think I mean I've been watched um, watch Wickham a couple of times this season, unfortunately. I mean had the misfortune to watch Wickham against us a couple of times this season. Um I didn't recognise the team that played MK Dons at Wickham. I did not recognise them as Wickham Wanderers. Right. Um I I Personally, Neil, I've got I, I I backed Wickham to go up as soon as as soon as on the on the final day because I just feel that put... say again. <laughs> I'm, going finish, I'm going to finish this podcast now. I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I want them to because if, if they go up, that means we're going to have to play them again for two. We're going to have about ten minutes worth of football over two games with them. I'll be, I'll be honest, Mick. I'll be honest, Mick. I think both teams have changed in the, in the last. You're saying that about Wickham. I think Sunderland's changed since the change of manager. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I watched, I, watched, I watched them in both games against Wednesday, and be, be, before he took over, Clark still took over. Sunderland's problem was they had a soft centre. Mm. They got. They, mm. they, I mean, they, they got dig five at Rotherham. They got dig three at Wednesday. They got dig six at Bolton. They got dig yeah. four at Portsmouth. Yeah, and and now, turn it. When, when the game turned, they couldn't turn it back, could they? No, no. I mean, they had a they had a horrendous week in South Yorkshire when they got beat. They got mm. beat Wednesday first, then they went to um, to uh, New York on the Saturday and, and got and got digged again. Mm. It's like it's like, it's, it, and you you always had you always had that in your mind as a as a Sunderland fan. This could happen at any time, and, and sure enough, it happened at Bolton, and again mm. it, it happened at Portsmouth. You know what I mean? But it it doesn't seem to happen now. No, Touchwood. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> attempting to here, but they've also okay. they've also changed going forward as well. I I, th- I think they I think they've got a good. This, this, I just I just think this this now is 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 right for them now. Mm. I really do. The, the the key to it will be if if they don't make it through, whether they stick with Alex Neil, and I think if they do, I think if they, if they don't go up, I think they'll walk League One next season. Uh, because they've, they've I think got they finally got the man in charge. Yeah. Mm. The simple fact is they've got to stick with Alex Neil. I mean, when, yeah. when 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 Lee Johnson went, everyone there was a big um and about about Roy Keane going back and all that. Um, it never happened for some reason. I don't know why. Um, Alex Neil went in and and people were going, oh no, you know what I mean, what, what's happening? And but to be fair to the guy, he's done absolutely brilliant, and he, and he has been perfect for what mm. they what they needed. And and yeah. he is he is similar to Warney. If you listen to his aftermath talks, he, he don't pull any punches. He talk. He mm. says it how it is, and he, yeah. he he says it. He says it right. And you listen to him, and you go, "Yeah, do you know what? That was right." I mean, to be yeah. fair, after the Rotherham game, when when we sneaked a late equaliser, he said we didn't deserve anything more than that. But I'll take the point. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, Alex, I like I like Alex, Alex Neil a lot. I think it on the face of it, it can look like the boring choice when you know, yeah. when he first came in. But I think his exact boring often works in, fo- in football. He's got the he's got the pedigree. He's done it. He's been there, done it before. He's got he'll have that respect for players because he's done it. I, yeah. I, I, I like Alex Neil quite a lot. I think he's, yeah. I think he's a great appointment. I mean, we, we've we've had, as, as a as a Southern fan, we've had problems in the past. We we've had we've had the glamorous ones. We've had David Moyes. We've had Simon Grayson. We've had Chris Coleman. Now I'm not saying I I, I kind of feel a bit sorry for them guys because I th- I think mm. that they could be, could have been the right people at the wrong time. I, th- yeah. I think t- if, you, if you watch the documentary about the club, I, I can't watch that. I find it. I find pe- people watch it and go, "Oh, you have got to watch it. It's brilliant." I find it embarrassing because I I know what was happening at the club. The club was yeah. an embarrassment. Yeah. And, and and they they they. I mean, David Moyes. Now you look at him now. What a job he's done at West Ham. Yeah. 
he's, he's yeah. not a bad manager all of a sudden. No. Chris, Chris, Chris Coleman's not a bad manager. Simon no. Grayson's not really a bad manager. They've, they've, they've had proven success. So you can see why the club got them. But there was something so much wrong in the background. And now I think it seems to have stabilised a lot better. And as, as you say, I think Alex Neal's the right man for the job. Definitely. It was definitely Sorry. a poison chalice, weren't it, at one point, that, that job? It is, it, it's unbelievable. It's, it really is unbelievable. How, it, it, it's a hard job. And, and the lower down the divisions they go, the harder it is, I think. Yeah. Well, the expectation gets bigger, doesn't it? The lower, the lower down the divisions you go for a, for a club of uh, that's supported the way Sunderland is and with the history yeah. that Sunderland's got, the higher the expectation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, th- I think I think from what I can gather, and it's it's I'm I'm not. I think there's I think there's forty seven thousand Sunderland fans going at the weekend. Yeah, incredible. A lot of people might listen to this, and I'll get, he's going he's going on about the crap. It's not about <laughs> that. It's not yeah. about that at all. It, it's that just because at the end of the day, if it's not right on the pitch, it doesn't matter how mm. many's on the stand. Does no. it? No, no. And, and 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 that that's where that's where Rotherham and, and Wigan to a certain degree. Not not as much Wigan because I think what people don't realise is Wigan's budget is is a lot bigger than Wigan's crowd yeah. and stuff. Because don't forget yeah. they, they they took Sunderland's leading goal scorer last year in Charlie exactly. White. Yeah. So they're not going to pay they're not going to pay less for him than what Sunderland mm. were going to pay for him. You know what I mean? So mm. it, because they don't get the crowd, don't get me wrong, they've done great to do what they've done yeah. as, as good as Rotherham has done. You know what I mean? So the, the expectation the expectation comes from the supporters. And it, it's it's very very and at the, early on, I don't think that the players were good enough to deal with the expectation of the supporters. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, a sh- yeah. it's a shock to the system coming down coming down this to this league because people think, oh, it's all right. Wednesday fans think it, Ipswich fans think it. Oh, it's all right. It's League One. We'll go to some new grounds. It'll be a, we'll have a jolly uh, back in Championship in, in a year's time. And it's it's a it's a tough. Hard slog, League One. It's very hard. It's, and it's, this has been it's not, it's the best one years. Pretty, this yeah, one. It's going to be pretty every week, Matt. Is it? You know, what I mean? exactly. you're not going to play, be allowed to play the pretty football every week. And and teams and teams are going teams are going to want someone to, to stay in League One because mm. that's they get a big revenue from the away fans that go every week. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I made I made a point of the week. I, I went I went up to Rotherham and I said I said, Sunderland fans don't deserve the stick they get sometimes because their nearest game was Doncaster, which is 120 mile away. Yeah. <laughs> That's their nearest game, yeah. and they fill out everywhere they go. Mm. But their nearest game was 120 mile away. There's, there's no one else closer. Yeah, they filled out. They filled out at Plymouth, which is like an eight-hour trek or whatever it is. If, you know what I mean? Everywhere you go from Sunderland, there's a bit of a trek mm. it, from the teams in this yeah. league. Mm. And it, it, it's it's it, it's quite a weird thing. And people go, oh, because they're a big. They they'll, they'll go no matter where they are. If they're playing the dog and duck at, at Swansea, <laughs> they'll, they'll go and watch them. Yeah. And, and the, fan, the fans don't deserve that, you know what I mean? Yeah. What the fans deserve and what they've got is totally different. Mm. Well, mm. having yeah. said that, Rotherham fans are not as big, but just they, they deserve just as much, and they've got they've got it. Mm. Like, I mean, I, I, you know, you know, and I know that we all know we've been to games. I mean, I remember going to Wrexham in in '92, the last away game of '92, and we filled the way end at Wrexham. I was there that day. I remember that, yeah. We, we yeah. filled the away end at Wrexham. I mean, I think um, there must have been 10 people in the rest of the other three stands, weren't there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Goat go yeah. go had just come back from Bermuda. He'd, he'd been playing for Bermuda that for uh, in the national, so he'd just come back. So he was jet-lagged and it, it, it threw him back in at Wrexham. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 from Bermuda back to Wrexham, which is a bit of a culture shock, <laughs> <don't> <laughs> <laughs> but, but the, the following at, Rex, at, at Wrexham for, for Miller's fans was absolutely unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it and it, 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 some some teams it'll, it'll, it'll kill you, but other teams it'll 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 make you go. You know what I mean? And, mm. and it, that, that's how it, that's how it happens. Mm. When, when, when Miller's getting a roll with the fans, uh, we have a very hardcore support of. I don't know what the number is, but a very hardcore support. And then when things start getting on a roll, it, every, it starts rocking. It starts properly rocking. And like, so you like mentioned that game then, and then Neil, obviously we've experienced at Gillingham end, end of this season. Yeah. When the fans just come and turn up and it's a party and the atmosphere is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the, Gill the, Gill the Gillingham game, I, I, obviously I didn't see it. Like I've seen the highlights of it, but to get so many people in that stand, on that, on that ramshackle stand, I think you've done well there, by the way. <laughs> no. that, that, that doesn't look safe, and for so many people to go there, it's, it's like it's, it's, it, they've done. And, and I'm not being funny. Gillingham's not a short trek, is it? Like early kickoff and all. Oh, it's half past twelve. What, what, what mm. football yeah. league? There? Half past twelve. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. but it's the football league. But you're dead, right, Matt? Rotherham fans will will travel, and, and there's loads of times we've been places, and you think. Where have they all come from? There's too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> too many of them. I mean, I mean it's, like, it's, like, it's like the Wembley scenario the first time, isn't it? When, Wembley mm. was unbelievable. Yeah. 20 odd thousand. I mean, a couple of years before, we, we, could, have, we could have been getting gated to two and a half thousand, three thousand. Mm. And all of a sudden, we go to Wembley and there's 20 odd thousand there. You think, yeah. you think the town must be empty. Yeah. <laughs> Probably less. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it, Everyone's got stickers on the window saying "Back later, gone to Wembley." <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you got you guys now. Wembley's your second bloody home, isn't it? You, you, yeah, you, yeah. We've got own seats. That's just unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, you have your names on the backs of seats, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it right? Apart from the Dagenham games, only game you've lost, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Well, one loss out of what's that? Five now, I think. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that'll turn around because I've been five times and I've lost five times, so I might get my one win this weekend. Matt loves a bit of football symmetry, so I'm going to be right miserable. Get <laughs> you, 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 you mentioned football symmetry. I've got one for you. Right, well, every time Sunderland's been to Wembley, apart from I think it was 1979, they've always been in uh, the East Stand, but now they're back in the West Stand, and the last time they were in the West Stand, they won. At Wembley. Oh, you're an absolute star, Daddy. Well done, mate. I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with that, mate. Everybody lump on Sunderland to win now. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy with that. Yeah, it's it's, it's like I we, we we played at Wembley. We we've been to Wembley, and it's it's only good if you win. Hmm. The, mm. the difference in it is yeah. it's, it's phenomenal yeah. between winning and losing. And did it, you ever play other than '96? Did you ever play at, at Wembley for any any other game? No, no, that was the one and only. That was the one and only. Um, I mean, that 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 in itself, it was was an unbelievable three or four days for 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 me as a player and for for the club. I think mm. um, under under Archie and John, and 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 they they again now were were, were a another totally different management mm. duo. They, they, they were they were counted as joint managers, but Archie was in yeah. charge type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> everyone everyone who knew the club knew Archie was in charge. There was no, there was no, 
and and John John McGovern was quite happy with that, and he he understood that he he was he was he was the Phil Henson type, where Archie was more mm. the Billy McEwen type. Mm. It, it, it might be a coincidence that they're both Scottish and all that, but it, it, that's that's the way they were. Mm. You know what I mean? But but Archie Archie was Archie was different, but he he was brilliant in in, in what he did. Is is it was all about getting a reaction out of players, and he knew how to do it. He knew how to do it. He wasn't frightened to tell you, by the way. I've had I've had a few rollickings off him where you think, you know what? It, it's and he just he just wanted to see how he reacted to it. Yeah. And and and, and the, the 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 team that got to Wembley was was reacted the, the right way. It was it was good. It was brilliant. Mm. It's only team he managed. Archie, are you surprised that he didn't manage elsewhere? Yeah, I, I really am because, I mean, for a start, manage a lot of managers get jobs on their reputation as footballers. Mm-hmm. Now, Archie's Archie's reputation as a footballer is one of the best in Scotland ever. Yeah. In, in mm-hmm. an era where Scotland produced fantastic yeah. footballers of of the Dagleishes and the Sunesses and people like that, so he, he he wasn't just a one-off. So yeah, I, I am quite surprised. I mean, John went to Bolton. Did John go to Bolton as well? Didn't he? John McGovern did. Well, he stayed in football, John, didn't he? But yeah, yeah. Archie didn't. No, didn't. no. Yeah. I mean, for me, for, for me again, Arch, Archie was fantastic. He, he he knew how to push the right buttons. He, he, mm. he as I said before, he, he gave you a few rollickings. I mean, I mean, the first the first day the first day he got the job, he he um, he was given the, they were given the job, and we played Birmingham on the night. On the Tuesday night, and he didn't actually take the game, but he watched the game from the stand. And we drew one-one with Birmingham, like on on the night. And we we thought we'd done well, like which which we had because Birmingham were one of the top teams in the, in the division at the time. Mm. And uh, anyway, so we come in the following day, and if you can remember that the, the training setup at Hooton Lodge was two pitches together, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. The old training pitch at the Hooton Lodge. Well, he set he set up like a twelve-minute run after the day after a game, and and we're thinking. Is this right? Like we just had a game, we just had a hard game on the on the night before. Like, mm. and um, am I am I allowed to swear on this? By the way, go for it. We'll put an explicit on. It's fine. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in context of actually what yeah. happened, and it, it's it's like we played the night before, and he said the twelve minutes. Now I I was one of them. I, I hated the running side of it, mm. and I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm tired from the night before. And he said, and anyway, I, I'm near the back of this run. And Archie, Archie, and John, and, and John Breckin, and a few others had set up just in the middle of the two pitches. Mm. So I, I, I'm at the back. I think there's only the goalkeepers behind me. So, well, I'm I'm coming up to the corner where Archie's at, and he starts walking forward. I'm thinking, oh, what's he going to say? He's going to say something here. He, he, he come right up to me and he went, "Are you fucking injured?" I went, "No, girlfriend, all right." He went, "Well, fucking run then." <laughs> I just, I just went off. You know, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. He, he wanted a reaction. Yeah. And, and he said to me afterwards, "I got a reaction out of you." Yeah. He says, I, "He says I, he'd done his own work. He knew I wasn't going to win the race. Mm. He just wanted a reaction, and that's exactly what he wanted in games as well. And yeah. sort of working out who we can work with into who we want yeah. to keep. Yeah, into, absolutely, yeah. absolutely." And he did it in games where you, 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 you go into a game and you think, oh, we've done quite well here. And you come in at half time and he'd have a right go at you. You're thinking, well, I thought I'd done all right here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a bit harsh, this. But he wanted to make sure you didn't go slack in the second half or something like that and, and, and not do yourself justice. He wanted to get the maximum out of you. Mm-hmm. And it was brilliant for that. Yeah. 
Um, let's talk about Wembley because I imagine you never get never get tired of talking about that day in '96, do you? <laughs> I mean, um, we, we went we went down about two or three days before, didn't we? We hmm. we, we went we went down. The game was on the Sunday. We went down on the, on the Friday. I think we went down. Uh, we we trained on Friday night. We, we we stopped at Burnham Beaches on the Friday night, and the Saturday, hmm. uh, which which was like the, the where England for, for for their for their games at the time. And we had a really really light training session. There wasn't a lot to it. Um, we woke up Saturday. We had breakfast. We thought we might do a little bit more training. We, we just didn't do any training after that. We, 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 went on the, we, went, we went on the Saturday afternoon, we went to watch Chelsea Leeds at Stamford Bridge. <laughs> the, club, the club paid for tickets to go and watch, to, to watch Chelsea Leeds. And, and I'll never forget the game because Chelsea, Chelsea beat Leeds 4-1 and Rude Hullett played for, for Chelsea at the time. Mm. Now, Rude Hullett played against Carton Palmer. And that was a bit of a culture shock, I think. You know what I mean? For Rude Hullett. <laughs> But Rude was just too clever, and it absolutely took the Mickey out of him. And it, it, it was it was like it was it, it was watching a, a top of the a top range international player mm. against against a probably solid international player, and the difference was 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 phenomenal. Mm. I mean, it, it was it was good. To, and Chelsea Chelsea had all the, all the stars and the Viales and people like that, Zolas and Chelsea Chelsea won four one. Like, but it, they, they took us to watch it, and we, we're we're there in, in Chelsea's ground with all our tracksuits on, so everyone. <laughs> I was thinking that's a bit strange. What, what they doing? Like, why they here? Like, we, we left. We left Chelsea. We, we, we didn't go on the bus. We walked down the road and went to the pitches. He took us to the pitches straight after. Brilliant. So I'm thinking, what are we doing here? Like, and all it was just it was so relaxed. Yeah. yeah. It was just about keeping us relaxed. And we went to the pitches and watched Train Spine. <laughs> I bet that relaxed you. Was the film at the time? <laughs> And so, so we're all sat there again in our tracksuits, watching Trainspotting. And and Archie says to the day, he, did, he didn't he didn't know the scene was in it where he, his name got mentioned. If you, if you watched the film, his, his name got mentioned in the film. And, and when when it came up, you're supposed to be quiet in the pictures. All the lads went, yes, like that, you know. What I mean? <laughs> and he like went lower down in his chair. It's, it's like it was just so relaxed. And and so we went into the game relaxed. And mm. um, I think I just don't think we were ever going to lose it. Mm. Mm. I suppose the benefits having people like Archie Gillen and John McGovern that they know football, they've been there, they've done it, they've won what, whatever you need, whatever they need to win. So they know what is be- almost what is best for their players because they've they've probably lost cup finals, they've won loads of cup finals. They know, so they've obviously been able to channel what they've done with under Cluffy and, and whatever else, and it worked to treat, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's not a lot I can basically remember about the game because the game goes as a blur. The, the, mm. the biggest memory of the day is being on the coach going up to Wembley because mm. uh, it's, it's like going to, up, leaving the hotel, was, was like, was, there was no one there. Um, so it was mm. quite like going to an ordinary away game. And all of a sudden you get to close to Wembley and you start seeing red and white. You see more <laughs> red and white. And you get to outside Wembley and all you see is red and white. <laughs> you, you literally don't see any blue-yellow. <laughs> and the play, I remember a lot of the players like kind of like they were kind of relaxed in their seats and, and, and we, we kind of sat up and thought do you, do you know what we've got to win this for these guys <laughs> that's it and, and you, see, you, saw, you saw so many players you saw so many fans sorry and it was like we've got to win them for these for these and we went into the changing rooms and, and we had, I mean no one knew who was playing we didn't even know the t- there, was no, there was no who was playing we didn't know who the side was 
uh, he, he hadn't told us anything about anything about this. So it was a case of a hot one play and a hot one play in this like this yeah. way. No one knew. And be, before then, my, I, I had a bad knee injury and I'd picked and shoot. And Archie had, had left me out of different games to, to rest mm. me for, for Wembley. And I, I didn't know it at the time because he told me afterwards. He, mm. he said to me, you were always going to play at Wembley. He says, but, but you couldn't play every game because your knee was knackered, basically. Mm. And so, I mean, we played Shrewsbury the week before and I didn't play that game. But we played him in, I, I played in, 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 in the actual cup game. You know what I mean? So it was... It was like quite nervous as to say, am, am I playing or what? Like, you know what I mean? But <laughs> until, he, until he actually read the seam out, I'm thinking, oh, thank God I'm playing. <laughs> but it, and, and then obviously you, you go out from the tunnel and you, you go up the tunnel and, and we, 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 our fans were at that end. So they're the first things you see. And you're thinking, Jesus Christ, there's, there's, there's thousands of you. Where have they come from? <laughs> it's, it's, it's just red and white. And it, it was... It was it was unbelievable to see that. Like, yeah. You say you don't remember much of the game. Is that normal? Do you know for most games you're created? Do most games just fly by, or was that just one of those games where it just sort of happened? I think. I think. I mean, I, I, you, you obviously remember the two goals. You obviously remember yeah. the goals because they they stand out. And uh, yes, it was a great through ball for Gemmo's second goal. By the way, it was. Went past the and all that. Made the goalkeeper miss it as well. Like so, so Gemmo can thank you later. On for that. It. <laughs> I think it's called Route One nowadays, isn't it? <laughs> um, and I, I remember, the, I remember near the end because they they scored quite late, didn't they? Yeah. Um, so it was, it was a bit of a nervous last five minutes, but we. I don't think we ever felt in danger, to be fair, within that game. I don't know what you were like, Mick, as a, as a fan there, or whether you were as comfortable. Yeah, two nil, yeah, two one, no, not not so much. Um, yeah, you never do, do you? You know, you we, we we. I mean, Matt and I talk about this virtually every time we go two nil up. It's a dangerous score, and it really is. Yeah. Uh, because if if the opposition do get one back, you really start to. Uh, certainly, as a, as a supporter, I, I don't know that it's the same as a player, but as a supporter, you start to think, "Hang on a minute, they're back in this mm. one mistake, and we're, we're you know, yeah. we're, we're in trouble." Yeah, um, 2-0 is a really it it, so, it sounds as if it should be like a comfortable lead. Mm. It, it's not because, as you say, if you got if you go to two one, it, it's 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 all of a sudden it's Tim Elmer's job, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's one of them. Yeah, it's, and, and and by definition, the momentum shifted, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. The of the game shifted, absolutely. so absolutely. Um, I mean, I, so, yeah, I, remember, so bit, I, remember, I remember playing against Hull and we were five-one up and still panicking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, we, we, we beat Hull five-four, and in the end, we're hanging on. But for for sixty minutes in that game, we're, we're absolutely flying. Was that away? That was that at Boothbury Park? No, it was it was at, it was at Millmore. Right. It was at Millmore, and I tell you, Lee Glover scored four. Yeah, that's I, right. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glover yeah. got four. And like we were five, we're five one up, and we're absolutely cruising. All of a sudden, Glenn Hodges curls a beauty bottom corner, yeah. uh, bottom end in the top corner, and all their and the whole again were another one of them teams who brought decent following. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There was a, quite a few people behind the goal, so they they start they start singing, "Oh, we're going to win six five and we're thinking, "Yeah, of course you are." <laughs> Next thing you know, it's five three. Yeah, and it's five, <laughs> and it's five four. All of a sudden, yeah. you, see, you see gloves coming down towards the defenders and, and goes and gloves are shouting, "I've done my bit, you do your bit." I'm like, "Oh, cheers, gloves." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. but it, 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 as you say, it, it's momentum. Momentum's massive near mm. the end of a game. Yeah, yeah. no, it's huge. 
Um, in terms of the celebrations afterwards, we sort of experienced it on on the Gillingham game where all the players came back and had a, had a good party at a pub with loads of fans. Was that same sort of thing on that for, for you guys in '96? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we to be fair, we all we all went back to the Millmore. Yeah. The pub beside the ground. Um, it wasn't the biggest, but there was so there were so many people. It seemed as if there was like so many people there. <laughs> it, it, it was huge, and if I remember rightly, it was it was we never bought a drink that night. And right, we, so. we parked the cars up, and we, the cars were parked there overnight. I think a lot of the yeah. lads, wherever they could, in Rotherham, not many of them went home. I don't think and it, it, it was it was it was fantastic. I just remember going back and. And you walk in the pub, and, and people were just going, they were just going balmy because of what. I don't think they could believe what had happened, yeah. Um, yeah. because it, obviously it's the first time, and it, it was it was just an unbelievable experience, mm. unbelievable. Mm. I mean, the, the coach journey on the way back was just as good. <laughs> <laughs> we got three and a half hours coming back from London. Yeah, we just got a trophy for the first time ever. Mm. So it, it wasn't orange juice or tea you were drinking, was it? No, no. <laughs> By the time you were back at Millmore, you were already tied up. <laughs> you, were already, you were already three sheets gone to the wind. So you, 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 were, you were just, but because you were so high, mm. I don't, I don't think it, it's, it's the, the, the beer didn't sink in. Yeah, you couldn't take it away. And, you, and it, it was, it was brilliant. <laughs> and I imagine it bonds you. Obviously, we last last year we spoke to you, Trevor Berry, and Roscoe together, and you could tell that it just sort of talk. You three talking about the day, it's just, you guys that were played, the management staff, and everything else. It just, it just bonds you together because you've got that joint memory together. Yeah, well, myself, myself, Trevor, uh, Andy, and Darren Garner as well became mm. quite close at the time. And we, I mean, we used to, we used to go everywhere together. Um, mm -hmm. that, that does include pubs. I, I'll hold my hand up and say that. Yeah, <laughs> Um, but we, we we played golf together. We we, we played a four four balls in golf, and we played we, we did a lot of things together. You know what I mean? And, and mm. we, we became very very close friends in that time. And, mm. and it, it, it it was, and that's what it does. Win, winning does that. Winning winning does mm. that. You, you'll always get close when you. It's 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 very it's very rare you're gonna you're gonna win things if if you, if your team's disjointed. Mm. You've, got, you've got to have absolutely outstanding individuals, but even then you're not guaranteed to win it. Even without standard mm. individuals, if your team's not bonded, mm. you've got to have that glue. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the following season, which was um, a disaster. Um, <laughs> we, we talked about the Trevor, we talked to Trevor Berry on our, Berry on our live show, and he talked, talked to us about Danny Bagar and the issues that he had, some brief issues he had with him. Uh, what was he like to manage? Because he's clearly a successful manager. He went to Stockport and did extremely well. He's, a, he's still a legend nowadays there. But he clearly didn't click with Rotherham United, did he? And it just, that's, that's where it finished second bottom on no points almost. Yeah. How was that season? Yeah. I mean, I got sent to Exeter. It was that bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, went alone, I went alone to Exeter uh, for, for most of it. But when, when Danny first came, he obviously came, as you say, he came with a reputation at Stockport. Uh, where, he'd, where he'd done ever so well, um, and I remember the first day he, 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 he took charge. He sat, he sat us in one of the rooms at Millmore. He talked for fifteen minutes in Spanish. He talked. He talked to the players for fifteen minutes in Spanish, and we were all looking at each other, saying, "What the hell's going on here?" Mm. We just kept going and going and going. Now, Danny, Danny was a lovely, lovely man, a, re mm. a really, really nice man. But when, when you, the first time you meet. A player, 
or a group of players, you've got to make an impression. And he spoke mm-hmm. to us. Not, none of us spoke any other language apart from English. So to speak 15 minutes, and he just never stopped in Spanish. <laughs> that was it. And we're thinking, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And, 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 and it seemed to be confusion all the way through from there on in. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he obviously... He obviously didn't like me, which which was his choice. That's the man's prerogative. It's, it's got to be because at the end of the day, he, he, he lives and dies by his results and, and who he chooses. Um, yeah. But it, it's it's. Yeah, I, I went out on loan to Exeter, and I, 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 again, my geography wasn't very good. I didn't think Exeter was very far. It was miles away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Much further away. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking, does he hate me that much? He sent me all the, all that way. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, 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 my first, my first two away games were Hartlepool and Darlington as well, so I had to go back. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, this is great. This, but well, I, I really, really enjoyed Exeter, and they were fantastic with me. Uh, Peter mm. Fox was a great bloke as a manager, and Noel Blake, fantastic. Um, but I just thought there was too much confusion with Danny. Mm-hmm. There was too much confusion, and the, and the players, and it drilled back into the players, and there was a lot of chopping and changing, and then a lot of. And it, it, it just didn't work. Yeah. But, but you could you could see it was going to happen before then, because at the start of the season, as you as you say, we we just won the trophy, everything was on a high. Archie and John gone gone to the the owners and and said, I want this, I want that, I want a bit. And I, I remember I remember John telling me, John McGovern told me, we went we went into the, we were in the gym one day, and John's telling me he went, we won't be here long because we've asked for so many different players and, and we just get told no. Your budget, mm. your budget, it, it, it did come down to budget, your budget, this. Yeah. Uh, but you, you, we've got to, we, you know I mean, we, we, want, we want this. If we want to make the, if we want to make the club, I mean, don't forget, we just, the, the club had just been made so many hundreds of thousands of yeah, pounds exactly. from the mm. FA, from the, sorry, from the, or the windscreen trophy. And, and I just felt Archie and John got a really, really raw deal from that. Mm. Because they, they weren't, allowed, they weren't allowed, they were, they were successful, but they weren't allowed to get, uh, what they wanted, and I think I think it was only six games in. At Luton was their last game, so mm. six mm. games into a new season, you're you're already out of the door. Is that is that yeah. fair? I I don't think it is. No, no, um, I don't think it is. But that's that's the way it happened. And then Danny coming. Mick, you remember that season? That's the first thing I start remembering. I remember the old, what main, the main thing I remember from that season is the league table. I remember looking at the league table in programs, and mm. it being and it, just looking terrible, but you will remember the season. You were a fan. Tell us from tell people that weren't there from the outside how bad that season was. To, uh, horrible. It was horrible, but it was a start. It was, it, I suppose, it was really the catalyst for for the club really starting to go downhill, both on and off the pitch. Um, and you know, there's 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 there's, a, there's enough been said over the years about the regime at the club. Um, but that that regime, whatever the politics were behind it, whether and and, and whether it were family politics, whether it was just boardroom politics or a combination of both, it it it, it virtually almost well came very very close to destroying the club. Um, I suppose it's one of those things in it that you know if it if it had been allowed to continue, and the club had survived we'd still probably be languishing somewhere halfway up League Two. So I guess going through all that pain and suffering, of which that was a start, mm. has led us to where we are now. 
True. which makes days out of Gillingham, days out of Wembley, so much more, so much more um, enjoyable and meaningful. Uh, but 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 like like Neil said there, that was really that season. You could see the confusion and, and things just clearly weren't working. And and I suspect behind the scenes at board level, there was a similar sort of. Uh, confused picture. I'm not saying the people were confused. I'm just saying probably the picture and the ambitions. If that's not if that's the right word, which it clearly isn't, ambitions for the club. Um, you know, I think, I think from a spectator's it, point of view, Mick, you, you look at it and you say the club's just the club's just won the auto windscreen shield. They just they just made x amount of x amount of money. Um, where's where's it been invested? From a spectator's point of view, they, they would have looked at that and gone, well, "Where, where, where have we, where have we, where have we got better in the, since since we've done this?" And we hadn't. And, and I think that was the issue, Neil. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it wasn't invested in the club. It was probably went to pay off or, to, or taken back as, as some of the money that had been shelled out by by the chairman and his family. You know, recouping their debts or what they saw were. Debts at the club owed them. Yeah. Um, and I, so, I, think, I, think, I think Archie and John, Archie and John, fell by that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, I, don't think, I don't think it was fair on them. I really um, don't. You know, if, if if Tony Stewart had been chairman at that point, Archie and John Gemmell would have stayed for however long they wanted. I would, yeah. I would argue, yeah. because they would have yeah. got the backing. Maybe not the financial backing, because it's not always about the money. It's obviously no, it's not, it's, no, it's it's not like, part right. of it. But you've got to have that. You've got to have the backing, the the, the moral support, and the you know of, of a chairman and board. Um, and I don't think the board were even supportive of each other, let alone uh, the manager or the club. Well, so, I, I, I think one. I think one of the big things when you finish a season, no matter where you finish, um, you've you've got to look to the start of next season. You've got to, you've got to see new signings. You've got to, you've got to see as if as if the club's progressing in some way. Mm. And and you guys as as fans must have looked at that and gone, Jesus, what's happened here? Yeah, this is this is not right. Yeah, this, it, this, it, is, it this is not right. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Gemma Gemma went to Gemma went to Shrewsbury. Now I'm not mm. being fun, I'm not being this. Please don't think I'm being disre- disrespectful to Shrewsbury, but we should mm. have been able to match what they could have offered him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should, we should yeah. have been able to match that. Yeah, and absolutely. From from a club's point of view, from a financial point of view, we should have been able to match whatever, um, whatever they offered him. Um, yeah. And so, so then you're talking about the, the not just the two goals at Wembley. Gemmo scored quite a few goals, mm-hmm. and he, he was a proven goal scorer, no matter where he was. Great experience yeah. from from a higher level, and we just let him go. Bizarre. We, the club just let him go. They, they didn't let yeah. him go to a to a so-called big club in 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 that division. They let him go to a club who's going to be round about the bottom areas of it. Hmm. And I think that's I think that's absolutely the point, Neil. You're absolutely right. And 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 again, absolutely zero, no disrespect whatsoever to Shrewsbury. No, However, it the fact that he let them, he was allowed to go there, and they not allowed to go. No, not allowed to go there. But we'd been sort of financially usurped by Shrewsbury. Yeah. yeah. It, it just like it, it was like well, it, there's only one way. Of, <laughs> there's only one way from here, really. Yeah, so, so, I mean, I mean some, sometimes it does happen. It will mm-hmm. happen because the player, the player might be um, located from that region or something like that. So he might want to go yeah. to that region. 
So if that's the case, if it does happen, you as a board or as a, as a club, you've got to say, right, we've got to get better in now then. Yeah. And we just didn't do it. Mm. We didn't do it. No. And, and, no. and the players at the time suffered. The fans suffered. And after going from the high of Wembley, mm. as you say, the, the club the club looked absolutely lost. Mm. It yeah. was, wasn't it? There, there was nobody yeah. steering at all. Yeah. Mm. And it, it was it, it it and as a player, it it kind of becomes hard to play because you're thinking, do I? And it, it sounds really horrible. Do I really want to turn up on a Saturday and play? Yes, I I do because it, that's just the way I am. But it was hard. Yeah, you yeah. knew you were up against it straight away. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, it's, the club just I can only imagine. John. I can only imagine. I remember bits of it, but I remember it being unpleasant that season. The, the few bits. <laughs> um, just, don't get me wrong. I, I went to Exeter, and I, I didn't take yeah. any any pleasure in in, Rother, in Rotherham struggling that year. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted I wanted them to do well. I, I, I was going to go. I was, I was going there hoping they would do really well, but it, it wasn't. And I, I came back for the last two. Ga- I played the last two games after um, Danny got sacked, mm. and Mick, Mick Hennigan took over, mm. and and Mick straight away put me back in. And he went, "This shouldn't have happened." If that was his words to me. He said, "This shouldn't have. Yeah. You shouldn't have left this football club." Mm. Now, and Mick, Mick Hennigan was was again mass a massive football person, and. Mm. Great experience working with Howard Wilkinson as his number two for a lot of years at Leeds and Sheffield Wednesday. And if you didn't know Mick, you'd think he was mad as a box of frogs. But, he, <laughs> but, but, he, but, his, but his appetite was unbelievable. And again, he, he was he was his training was brilliant. His training was as enthusiastic. Every, mm. His training was as enthusiastic as what he was, and it worked up on the players. Mm. And the last two games, I mean, we, we, we got beat at home off York, but we beat Bristol Rovers on the last game, and. But it, you, you, you could kind of sense that we we we'd hit the lowest we could possibly could. Mm. Yeah, and, and think things had to go up from there. Mm. And they did. The man, the man in uh, Rotherham's man in shining armor, the man who became king. Ronnie Moore came came back to Rotherham <laughs> United in '97. Um, the build up to Ronnie Moore coming back, Neil. Now again, I remember I had literally a poster on my wall that said the Ronnie's coming home. And it was a huge thing for the club for Ronnie Moore. To, yeah, I, was, I didn't remember from eighties, but I remember it was a big thing for the football club. What was it like as a player seeing the buzz of the fans that this man was coming back to the football club? Well, the, the, the fans, the fans made it special for what it was mm. because I, I'd be, I'd be honest. I, I, I thought Rodney Fern was from what I, from what I was told. I thought Rod Fern was was the main striker in them days. <laughs> and, and Tiger, they, they were yeah. they were the ones. I knew, I knew mm. Ronnie had scored the goals. Don't get me wrong. I knew mm. Ronnie had scored the goals, and what he did, and I, I didn't realise how how revered he was. Mm. I did. I did. I didn't realise that. And it, it was. It was all of a sudden. It was as if the fans are back on your side. The manager's back on your side, and it mm. was. It's only going to go one way now. Mm. And, and it was. It was. It was just. A, it was like a relief. Like the weight had come off your shoulders, and and everything was like oh. We're gonna we're gonna start playing entertaining football again. We're gonna have a go. You know I mean, we, we might we might lose games five three. We might we might win games seven four or whatever. Yeah. We're gonna have a go. And and that that was great. And I, th- I think that that year I, I the the first year Ronnie was back. I played the most games I ever. I played forty six games that year. Hmm. And, <laughs> and, and it was like it was it was just it was just good to 
I mean, we we only just missed the playoffs from mm. from the last game of the season, didn't we? Mm. By getting getting we got beaten Notts County. Um, they won the league, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they'd already won the league. They, they, I mean, Gary Jones had scored for fun that year, hadn't he, at Notts County? Mm. Uh, we we played them last game of the season. We pulled. I, I remember we pulled it back to two all in the game, and, and we had to, we had to beat Barnett's result, if, if I remember rightly. Yeah, um, and, be, and, uh, and we would have been in the playoffs, but mm. then we, we kind of went really gung ho, and, and yeah. we just went man at the back, and we got beat five two in the end. But <laughs> in, in future years, it proved successful for him mm. because he, he he was prepared to gamble, yeah. and as a manager, um, he'll tell you better than me. You, you've sometimes got to gamble, in it, and it's also when you gamble in it. Mm-hmm. It's, you've, got, you've got to gamble to win the game, and whether it, whether it's luck or whether it's good management, it's got to be good management because he did it so often. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be good. Yeah. It's, got to be, it's got to be good management. They, they, they did it. Mm. Yeah. They did it. Yeah, they did it. Uh, Danny, do you want to ask Neil if that shirt behind you? Danny's got a match worn shirt behind him, isn't he? Wants, he wants to know if you can verify yeah. it. Yeah. There we go. I've got you right side. There you go. I think it's uh, 96, 97. Away, I think, and um, and I think it's a um, a toss up between yourself and Ian Brecken as to whose shirt it is, right? Um, <clears throat> it's got the uh, the nationwide football league patches and everything okay. on it, and well, of course, it, it's, it, it's, it's just... from the time it was uh, position numbers onto yeah, the squad. It, numbers. Just it wasn't, there wasn't names on the back by then, so it was it was mm. it was varied, wasn't it? So, I mean, we, we used to change our away kit every year, didn't we? Virtually, it, it, was, mm. it was crazy, some funny ones. I used to like the yellow one. To be fair, if I had a preference, was was the the yellow and yellow and sky blue one. I used to love that. Yeah, it, it was a great one. Um, yeah, it was, and the the one behind, I, I remember it, it was one of them. I mean, stri- they say stripes make you look fatter, don't they? Is that right? <laughs> I, I can confirm that. Place? Yes, <laughs> I can confirm that. I wore it for a um. For a watch along we did, and I put it on, and it's like, oh no, lockdown's not been kind to me at all. <laughs> we, I, I think we had some great shirts, but we also had some horrendous ones as well. I, I remember the one we, the, the home one we had used to have, was, which was like flock wallpaper, wasn't it? It, it was like <laughs> wallpaper. It was shocking. And, 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 and sometimes, sometimes we used to get the, I mean, Dave Nichols, bless him, he used to do a thing at the start of every year. He used to get like a list of five or six strips. Which one? Which one do the fans want? Mm. Yeah. This one got picked once, and I'm like, it's horrendous. We've got to wear it. <laughs> Let's all look happy that we're wearing this flock wallpaper. But it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. It, it, it wasn't very good when you were sweating either, because you used to stick to you and things like that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh. Little nineties football kits. I just never oh, yeah. thought going into them really. Just didn't look all right. Yeah, fans well, like I it. Mean, I, mean, I, I could ask you guys, which which was your favourite kit from 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 the mirrors or whatever. You know what I mean? Mick's not a kit fan. He has to make a Mick will be like, Whoa. <laughs> that, that, the yellow and sky blue one that you're talking about there, Neil, is probably one of my my favourites. I'm more of an away kit fan if I'm a, if I'm a kit yeah, fan. You don't like this Wembley one, do you, Mick? No, I'm not a fan of that. I, I, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Matt, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that one. I, I think we've had much better ones than that. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, it, it's, it's it's the white, it's the white, Lines across yeah. it. Mm. What, what is yeah, it? I mean. Is it a game of Northern yeah. Cross or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I like but this one. But maybe that's because it was my first proper shirt. Remember, maybe that's why I, I liked it so much. I don't know. 
There was, there was, don't get me wrong, mate, there was some good ones, but there was some horrendous ones. And you think, oh, I've got to wear this every week. <laughs> but I, I did, I, I, I mean, the, the first year I, I joined, the, the, the yellow and blue away kit I thought was really, really smart. And I, yeah, that, that was probably my, my favourite away kit. Yeah, definitely. Danny, you're a kit aficionado. What are your thoughts? I won't go that far. Um, I'd say because these kits were all a little bit before my time, you know, because I'm a 1999 baby. Uh, so I just like classic kits as a whole. But I have to admit, a personal favourite is the one I've got on at the minute because um, it reminds me of uh, the Liverpool away kit from around that era. You know, the, yeah. the, the the great Liverpool teams with the red candy and everything. It might be inspired, I'm not sure. But whenever I'm out and about in this shirt, whether it's at Watford Gap or whatever away day we're on, someone will always say to me, oh, why are you wearing a Liverpool shirt if you're over a fan? It's like, come closer and have a look at the badge. Because <laughs> that, that doesn't say Liverpool. <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair, Danny, I I, I, th- I like that one. I thought that was, as you say, and I, th- I think we we did think it, we'd get it because we want to play like Liverpool. It didn't happen, like, but we, we got it. Because of that. It, was, it was a decent kit. Um, back on Ronnie a bit more, because... Ronnie Moore, we've got to talk about him because uh, we love him. Uh, how was he like playing? You can say it was, it was the the style of play was fun. Was he? Was he? It came across as a very very good man manager. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that that, that, that that's good. That, 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 it, it was it was it was all it was all everything was positive. It had to be positive. Mm. Um, we, we, we were going to attack no matter what. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the time, um, I remember a lot of the time I played in the middle of a, a back three at the time with Nilly and I think Vance Warner the other side. And or, or Clarky, I can't remember which. But if 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 we went down, I got brought off. Which because I was I was actually the middle man of the three, so the so called mm. sweeper. He wanted he, he wanted to go positive, and that that was mm. his way. And although I didn't like it, I, I got it. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I was I was comfortable with it because I I knew what he was trying to do. Um, he was trying. So if and as as a supporter, if you t- if you're taking one of your defenders off and you're putting a, a striker on, it's a pos- it's a positive reaction. But he'd only do it if we if we were if we, if we went what if we went if we were going down and it was late in the game, you know what I mean? So I can kind of see why he did it. Mm. And everything was positive. I mean, he was he was he was great for team bonding. Um, I mean, one of the first trips we went away, we went overnight to Orient, and he 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 took us to a pub. He, t- he took us to a pub on the Friday night, um, and he, he said. And like we're thinking, oh, what do we drink? What do we drink here? Like, and like the first few lads went up and ordered a coke. And and he says, look, if you want to, if you want a beer, have a beer, but just don't be stupid. So he 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 treat you as a as a a grown up, not just as a grown up, Mm. as a as a as a professional footballer. And Mm. and he did he did that all the way through. And and that's why I think that's why the players responded to him. Mm. Mm. His his aura of what happened before. Or was always going to get the was always going to get the spectators, but the, yeah. the players around at the time didn't 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 really know him. Mm-hmm. Other than Clarky, we brought in from Southport, who we had from who we had with him from Southport. So, but mm-hmm. but he he did that and he got, he got the players together, and mm-hmm. we we had nights out together and we, we went different went to the dogs I think a few times and think it was just togetherness, and and but it was always positivity and that that was Ronnie, mm-hmm. that was Ronnie. I, I get that. Uh, it comes across, even if it still covers often games now, you still get that positivity from him. Yeah, yeah. Um, brilliant. And we're seeing uh, his name Gillingham, weren't we? We were. Still gets his name sung nowadays. It's brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. 
Uh, the next season was your 10th year and your testimonial year, I think I'm right in saying, Neil. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I again, I, I say I played 46 games the, the season before, so I, I started the year, that year. Um, then I got injured against um, mm. Rochdale. I got I got a, a chip bone in me ankle in me in me, the bottom of my leg, and I'll never forget it. It was it was a tackle by Paul Carden, and um, I played the I, I come off in the game. I got stretched off in the game. Um, I, 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 I went to hospital, done X rays and all that, mm. and they said it wasn't broken at the time. So I thought, oh great, fantastic. So I went I went back to the club. Obviously, I did light training, so I'm actually on this ankle now. And I remember, I, I went up to a, I went was in a training session, and no one knows something's not right in your body. Mm. My, my my foot was hurting, and there was there was a pain there which wasn't normally there. And I, I just I pulled up in training, and I, and I said I said to the guy, I said, "Ronnie, I said I'm not right." And he went, "What do you mean?" He, I said, "There's something wrong with my leg." So he, he said, "Get yourself down down and see the physio, Bales, and and get it sorted out." And sure enough, there was a chip in the bone. Mm. There was a chip in the bone. Which they hadn't they hadn't picked up before. Yeah. So I I was like two weeks down the line or whatever it was, I I I hadn't gone into pot. I I done a little bit of training, so I might have made it worse. Well, yeah. I I, I might have made it worse, and and from then on in, I I I I never got back in the team because the team had done so well. I mean, they got to the playoffs against against Orient. Um, but yes, it, it was it was my testimonial year. And the club done a lot of really good things for me. People like Jerry Jerry Summerton and people like that. Eric Twig, God bless him. Uh, John Newey, who was on the committee and all that. All these people who were doing things behind the scenes for me, for the mm -hmm. testimonial. Um, but I, I, obviously, I wanted to get back in. But the, the lads were doing so well, so I didn't really, I didn't really have a grump. I, I couldn't have any any grump about that. To be fair, I, I just had to accept it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it was it was yeah. something that happened because the players were doing so well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I can imagine it's one of those things that's frustrating but good at the same time. Your team's winning, but you're not playing, yeah, and you sort of yeah. it's just trying to be out what, there. What Ronnie used to do as well, he, he used to. We, we used to, no matter who was playing, he used to take all the all the pros to all the away games, if yeah. as long as it wasn't like an overnight mm. trip. Mm. So like Watchdale and places like that, we 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 went there just to support mm. the lads, and he he was big on that. He he wanted everyone to be in it together, and. It, it, it was about team spirit and positivity, really. To be fair with him, yeah. Uh, your testimonial game, I seem to was it West Brom you played in, in the test? Was yeah, it was. Why? It was. It was it, oh mate, it, 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 it turned into a bit of a farce because Bobby Williamson was manager at Kilmarnock at the time, mm. and um, Bobby Bobby had agreed to bring his team down. Now also mm. playing for Kilmarnock was Ali McCoyce at the time. So I, 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 me putting two and two together, thinking Bobby will, Bobby will drag a few people in, but obviously because of Bobby's um, fami mm. familiarity and Ali McCoy's. So I, I agreed to it. And two weeks before it was due to happen, the Scottish FA said they can't play because they've got to play a Scottish game after the testimonial, and they didn't want them to get tired or injured or whatever. Mm. So it got it got cancelled in that respect. So, I, but the date the date remained. I, I couldn't change the, mm. the date of the, of the, of the game. Yeah. So luckily, I mean, um, somebody, somebody within the club knew John Wilde, who was at West Brom. Now, John, John Wilde was a—I I met him at the time. He was a lovely, lovely man, and he—he—he, he, he, him and Dennis Smith agreed to bring West Brom down. And West Brom were a good side. Yeah, they were a good side at the time, and Kevin Kilban and people like that. Um, and it was—it was the season Lee Hughes had scored all his goals. 
<laughs> and, and, and I mean, don't get me wrong, what he did afterwards wasn't right. But at the, at the time, he, he was the top goal scorer in the country by a mile. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, I just, I just wanted it to happen. I wanted it to go to go ahead, just to say thank you to the supporters, obviously. Um, and we, we played, we played West Brom in the process. Mm. Yeah, I do remember the game. It was, it was enjoyable. Good laugh. All those type of things. Um, and then, like, then just like, see, you got. Just let's talk about the playoffs from because you almost, I suppose, you almost became a spectator for that for that period. And that those playoff semi-finals, the games themselves, what I remember, were, were very good. They were just, I assume, they were cagey affairs. I think that's what, what came across. And then, what was again? What was the atmosphere in the, in the between the players like after we lost to Leighton Orient? Because I mean, as I mean, a fan, we, it was cutting. We we drew the first game at home, didn't we? Nil nil. I think it's about for, the only time ever both games have been nil nil, on it. <laughs> yeah, <I> no. <laughs> um, and we, we we drew we drew the first game nil nil, but it was a case of. We can do better, and we still win this. It was a case mm. of we tried to push all the pressure on the Orient, and I think I think I think we did it. I think Ronnie did it quite well, to be fair. He mm. wanted he wanted them to have all the pressure. They're the home team. They're the one. They're the expectations all on them. Um, and I actually went down there and I did I did the radio with Brian Chapel on the day. Mm. Um, and I'll never forget it because on the day Paul Dillon had an absolutely outstanding game. I thought he was superb. Mm. And Paul Dillon was was centre half in my position, so mm. I was so pleased for him. But obviously, I wanted to play it. But he'd done ever so well. He'd done well all the way through. And and to be fair, two nil nil games. Your defence has done something right. Yeah. yeah. Then it goes to penalties, and, and and as we know, with penalties it goes to a lottery, doesn't it? And um, I mean, we we thought we, we thought because we'd had the Scunthorpe uh, penalty shootout just before mm. first one ever in the FA Cup, mm. we thought we might have a bit more. Experience. But it, it it means nothing. It means absolutely nothing because it's different personnel and it, it's it's a different it's a totally different situation, and I, I can't I can't remember the, the score in the penalties like but we, and it it was it was it was a hard journey back for the boys you know what I mean it really was a hard journey back for them after they worked so hard yeah and that was it for your Orland crew weren't it when you're leaving the club was it because you just didn't didn't play the game the injury came and it, was it just that you just minutes we can't give you no deal, or was there something else to the to the end? I, I, I think I think it was a mixture. Um, I think it was a mixture. Ronnie, Ronnie looked at it and thought, "How many games am I going to get out of him?" Mm. Um, and he obviously had eyes on on other people. Which, to be fair, he's probably done that all the way through the season. Knowing my my injury was wasn't wasn't great. Mm, yeah. you know what I mean, it had been a build up from it actually been a build up from from Wembley. So it'd been a build up for like three right. years worth of injury. Um, and eventually they, they took the whole cartilage out, so I was running on no cartilage. So he, he had to do his job and, and, and mm. find surplus requirements. To be fair, and I think so. I think it was a bit of a mixture. He might tell you something different. I don't know, um, but he, he had to do his job in terms of get 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 somebody else in who was, who could possibly guarantee him thirty to forty games a year. But mm. I couldn't do that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, so um, you went to Mansfield. You saw the another season after, didn't you? We had a season at Mansfield, am I right? Yeah, I went, I went to Mansfield, and and to be fair, I, I did I did play thirty five games that year. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it was it was it was it, it was different, but and to be fair, I, I loved it at Mansfield as well. They 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 mm. they were similar type of club in mm. terms of not massive, but they had a big fan base, a good a good fan base, a loyal fan base, and. Um, the, the players, the players were so close, Nate. It was mm. another, it was another one of them where I was going into a dressing room where I felt 
really, really wanted, even though I was a bit of a stranger coming from a different club. Mm. Um, and it, it was hard because at the start of the year, they, they, were, on, they were on an embargo. So right. I, I didn't know whether I could sign at the start of the year. And the manager, Billy Dearden, who I, I've, got, I've got absolute massive, massive respect for, he was, he was brilliant. He, he, mm. he said, he, he, he told me the whole story and he said, look, I want you to sign, but there is an embargo on at the moment. Please be patient. Um, hopefully we'll get it done by next week and before the season. And sure enough, we got it sorted. And I say, I, I played 35 games that year. Brilliant. Uh, Danny, you sent me some questions. Do you want to finish over with those three or four questions? A sort of quick fire ending. <laughs> Certainly. Um, so, first one, I think is probably the, the most standard question you can do on a podcast like this is what is your best moment in a Rotherham shirt? Oh, if, you had, wow. if you had to pick one. Well, this going in goal at Shrewsbury wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's right after nine men. That wasn't the, no, that wasn't one of the best ones, no. <laughs> if you finish with eight, there was three of us went. Um, I mean, it occurred to me when you mentioned earlier on that I'd play anywhere. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm thinking, I'm sure he went in goal. I'm sure he played. Oh, yeah. There's you know, you know another reason why I went in goal. It, it, it was bizarre. We had, at, the at the time, we had two, we had two subs. Uh, and mm. there, wasn't, there wasn't a goalkeeper sub. Yeah. Even though Paul Pettinger was at, at the game, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't picked as one of the subs. So it was two outfield players. And Mimsy got smashed by Devin White within two minutes. So, so everyone, everyone's looking around, thinking, "What the hell do we do now?" Like, and Breck, Breck, come on the pitch, and he threw me the gloves, and he went, "You, play, you play cricket, you're better at catching." There you go, get yourself in goal. It was, it was as stupid. And as soon as, ever, as soon as everyone else realised someone else was going goal, they're going, "Yeah, I'm happy with that," and they'll, they'll be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So and it, it's, um, it, it was it was funny. We did get beaten the game, but it was a funny game. But mm. Wembley Wembley was best. Wem, mm. Wembley was Wembley was best. But also all promotions were good. All promotions. Wrexham away was great. Chesterfield mm. at home was great. I mean, but the one the one standout moment is, is I mean, Carlisle Carlisle away in the, in the in the in the in the northern final, the second leg. Mm. It's coldest I've ever been, but it, it was an absolutely unbelievable feeling. <laughs> it was it was probably more of a high than Wembley because mm. all of a sudden we know we're going there now. Mm. Yeah. Um and so it's it's between Carlisle away and Wembley. Mm. It, 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 it's it's kind of hard. But obviously it's probably just probably Wembley. Yeah. Did you um <clears throat> did you watch the um the EFL trophy final this season? Yes. Yeah, yes. perfect. So, yeah. uh, nice segue into the next question of um, oh, um we, we, we compare the two, the class of twenty twenty two and the class of nineteen ninety six in the AFL Trophy. Which is, would you say, that is the better? But also, which was, do you think, is the more um, uplifting for the club itself, winning the different types of trophy, if you like? It, it's it, it's different eras, and it, it's the fact that ninety six was the first makes it extra extra special. I think. Mm. But if, if you ask if you're asking me, I mean, you, you go through the teams, and we we didn't we didn't have a smudger. If we'd had a smudger, yeah. we'd have, we'd, have been, mm. we'd have been a better side than we were. We didn't have a Dan Barlasser. We didn't mm. we didn't have a Ben Wiles. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something which might sound a bit strange, but I thought we were better defensively. But mm. but um, 
we didn't have a we didn't have a smudger. Hmm. Sean Gonter hmm. was good. Um, Nigel Jensen was good, but we didn't have a physical battering ram who who hmm. who could also play as well. It, it, it hmm. smudge, smudge is more than just a battering ram. He's a better player than that. Hmm. He's, he's, a, he's a he's an all round footballer, and he he's massive. And I think if if we'd had him, and say for, he'd, he'd have been the type of player we'd have needed the following year. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd have been absolutely brilliant if after Wembley we we got someone like him, and we'd have been yeah. we'd have been absolutely fine in that division. So it, it 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 does come down to individual players, I think, on, on, for that question. And I think I think Smudge is massive, um, and I, I would I would say I would say he's the he's he's probably the biggest difference between the two sides. Mm-hmm. Um, which which trophy looks better, the auto windscreen shields <laughs> or the uh, Papa John's trophy, which is the better looking thing Important to hold question. up at Wembley? The auto windscreen shield is an ugly shield. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think someone's made it in school in woodwork. I, I think it's bloody horrible. <laughs> yeah. it, it, and it's the, the present one's so much better. It's so much yeah, better. It but it but it, 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 it's it's not it's. It's not about what it looks like. It's about yeah. winning it. Yeah. yeah. But, but the, the current one looks so much better. Yeah. We actually got the, replicas of the, of the, of the one. Mm. That was our individual trophy. Yeah. All right. The, the one we actually, the big one we won. Have we still got it? It's Did somewhere in the loft. Pride of place it lost. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and again, if we get a draft in the in the in the house and put it on the door as a doorstop, it's pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty good to that. And um, one of the questions has already been already been answered, but you mentioned about no, what you know, use the doorstop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, how did you know, mate? Um, but you've already mentioned that you're scouting for Nottingham Forest now. But after you finished playing with Mansfield, what filled the time between scouting with Forest and ending your career with Mansfield? I was I, I was quite lucky, to be fair, Danny. I was I was offered I was offered to go into coaching. Um, Billy mm. Billy was a, it was a coaching place at, and within the academy at Mansfield at the time, and Billy Billy wanted me to stay with him. Billy Billy did, and and he offered he offered me that and. I'd done my coaching badges, so it, it was it was it was it was it was a lucky step for me to go to, to be able to do it. I was fortunate to be in the right place at the right time, but it was a great step to be able to do it. And I, I had like three or four years at Mansfield as coaching, gradually building up to assistant manager. Mm-hmm. Well, Excellent. You. Is that all your questions, Danny? That is. Thank you very much. Perfect. Uh, our final one is my: Who was the best player you played with while at Rotherham United? Can I give you two or three? You can give us a couple. Why not? Right. <laughs> Raggy. Raggy was Raggy. Raggy, Tony Grealish. Um, I thought different different players. Mm-hmm. So effective in what they did. But a perfect foil for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd also got Clive Mendonca as well. Clive, Clive, mm-hmm. Clive was... Clive was still only Clive was still only a baby when he was playing at Rotherham. To be fair, um, mm. he, he was he was younger than me. He, I think I, I went. I, I'm from the same region as Clive, and he was two years younger than me at school. Mm. So he, he was like two years younger. I was I was twenty when I went to. So he was he, he was he was nine, 18, 19, I think when he was when he first started at Rotherham. He was he was mm. quite young. Um, but he Clive was very 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 good player. Um, Bobby got all the headlines because Bobby scored all the goals. 
Bobby Williamson. But Clive, Clive was always going to be a special player. But then again, if if you if you ask me who was the who was the best technician, I'd say John Buckley. Really, yeah. I'd say Buck Bucky had so much skill it was untrue. He, he, he could he could not make any he could not make anybody even if the legs were closed. He was he was he was so good. Not the bravest, and he'll, he'll openly admit that. Um, but a good good footballer, hmm. technically as Mick, good as anybody. Mick, I'm going to make you pick one of those. I'll let Neil pick a few because he's our <laughs> guest. Mick, pick me one of those. Who was or, or tell people explain you know how good these players were from a fan point of view. I know we mentioned Shaw Coleman before, but. Raggy, every every day of the week, Raggy. John Goodwin was just, it was clearly a hell of a player, a absolute fantastic footballer. Um, and, and I know he got, I, I suspect he probably got his head turned a little bit with a potential move, I think, to Everton, was on the cards, and um, that didn't turn out for him. But yeah, what a player, what a player. We, we were actually told it was Liverpool he was going to, mate. Liverpool had put the offer in, but um, I don't know whether it was the manager at the time, Billy McEwen, or whether it was the chairman at the time, wanted an extra 50 grand, and that's the reason he didn't go. <laughs> um, I think later on, Ever Everton came, um, but we, we, we were always told it was Liverpool at the time. Right. Well, there you go. I didn't know that. I didn't know but, that. Well, as you, as you but... say, a, a, a fantastic player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the local boy as well, which makes it even mm. more special. Yeah. Yeah, he used to live just right corner from me, yeah, and uh, yeah, and and he's, he's still following on from now. I see him periodically at games, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of time for him. Yeah, uh, so I, I, I have to add, add as well. Obviously, Andy Roscoe were a great player. Clearly, you know, we know Tony Towner, but he was a good player, um, and, and Trev Trev Berry, he were he were excellent as well. I mean, one scored a goal against Burnley. Probably scored the best goal ever. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Trev's Burnley, goal, I think. Trev's, Trev's goal at Burnley the first time on Sky is probably one of the best goals I've I've seen live as a, yeah, as a yeah. Rotherham. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. He plays it down though. Yeah, we've spoken a few times. They keep playing it down, but it was it, amazing, amazing. Watching Rotherham on Sky and then that happening was just yeah. amazing. Well, actually, the guy that's trying to chase him is my boss now. It's Chris Brass, and I always, I always remind him. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Berry, mate, and it's like, I always remind him about the. But it's it's the fact that he shot was absolutely outrageous because the angle yeah. he was at was stupid. Yeah, yeah. And he's chipped it far post, and it and it's gone postage stamp, and it's like wow. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean that was that was. I'm ashamed to admit I have to Google this goal because I've never seen it. Oh, never seen it. It is on YouTube. Yeah, right, I, I I have got it up now. <laughs> First time on Sky and it was absolutely outrageous. Remember Andy yeah. Gray like going mad about mm. this goal? Yeah, yeah. It did that. Uh... It was fantastic. Well. Um, so first of all, what I'll do before we finish is everybody who's listening, watching, subscribe. You know the you know the drill, subscribe YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, give us a five-star rating.
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.